Greetings and welcome to Worship Matters, a podcast from Discipleship Ministries, an agency of the United Methodist Church located in Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This podcast deals with the intricacies of planning worship each week. I'm Diana Sanchez-Bouchong, Executive Director of Worship Resources and Director of Music Ministries. I'm Derek Weber, Director of Preaching Ministries. And during this time of transition from virtual to in-person and hybrid worship, the worship team has endeavored to provide conversations that inspire worship teams and leaders to seize this moment and realize the opportunities before the church finding ways to help those worshiping with us to re-engage and shape the church we are becoming. Today we're excited to have a conversation with the Reverend Jeff Campbell, the General Secretary at Discipleship Ministries. Reverend Campbell came to Discipleship Ministries in 2013 and most recently led us as the Associate General Secretary for Strategic Programming where he coordinated the work of the agency around three strategic priorities, an intentional discipleship system in every church with focus on our identity in Christ and explicitly anti-racist discipleship, equipping local churches to engage their communities, particularly those for whom the church has become irrelevant, recognizing a diverse mission field, and lifting up and creating local contextual resources globally. Jeff has been instrumental in the creation of resources supporting the See All the People initiative, which invites leaders to stop trying to fix their church and start seeing the people that God calls us to reach. Reverend Campbell is a servant leader, a speaker, teacher, and ordained elder of the Greater New Jersey Annual Conference. He graduated with a Bachelor of Arts in English, Linguistics, and Speech from the University of Mary Washington and earned a Master of Divinity from Drew Theological School, where he was awarded the Alton Rayner Prize for Town and Country Ministry. Prior to serving at Discipleship Ministries, Reverend Campbell served as pastor of the United Methodist Church in Wayne and Wharton United Community Church at St. John's. Welcome, Jeff. We are delighted to have you as our guest today in the midst of so many changes. So tell us how you came to Discipleship Ministries and how your role has changed over these past few years. Well, thank you, Derek, and thank you, Diana. It's good to be with you. Yeah, it's been almost nine years since I arrived at Discipleship Ministries here in Nashville, and uh, it's been quite a journey. I remember seeing the original post of the position for Director of Conference Relationships. <laughs> And I think prior to that, um, I had been feeling a stirring uh, in my calling um, to find ways to help more more than one church at a time, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And when I uh, interviewed here, I had the same kind of welling up of the spirit during the interview process. And I remember calling my wife at home and just saying, I think, I think I'm being called to this. It just felt so wonderful. And we're faithful. We moved our family to Nashville, and it has been a joy in the journey ever since, serving in many different roles. And now it's kind of surreal to be the general secretary of this uh, wonderful organization. And I'm just honored to be here. It's, it's It's been fun so far. 
Can you say a little bit more about the the many roles, that, the many hats you've been wearing over these nine years? I know you've seen some pretty big changes at Discipleship Ministries, not to mention our church in general. Yeah. Um, well, as I said, I started as conference relationships, which was really wonderful because I got to spend time visiting all the annual conferences and some of the central conferences and learning about how they do discipleship, how they organize and structure for discipleship. And at the same time, together with Junius, began in those visits to ask what were the discipleship needs, uh, what were the struggles, what were the gaps. And that led us to a discernment process, both in prayer here at Discipleship Ministries and together with Junius and the leadership team on what was needed most. And that got us to the See All the People initiative. Uh, We really felt like what we were hearing the most in our conversations with our discipleship counterparts around the world was a deep need for clarification on the basics. What is a disciple? How are disciples formed? What is our part, both as leaders in the church and what's God's part? And how do we be true to what God is calling us to do and not abdicate our responsibility as disciples who are called to make disciples? So those very basic, the essence of what that means, which led us to the realization that most churches did not have a basic discipleship pathway or or an understanding of their church as a system to help make disciples. We, we were taking that for granted. We do a lot of wonderful things in our local churches, but uh, unfortunately making disciples hasn't been our strong point. So we knew that, was, that needed to be the focus and see all the people came from that. How do we help local church leaders remember why they became disciples in the first place? help local church leaders regain a heart for reaching out into their communities and loving people all around them and and connecting it intentionally with making disciples. That seemed to be what was missing most. Um, So that that led us to see all the people. I I was interested, I am interested in the statement that uh, is made in the midst of all that, stop fixing your church and start loving the people. are there some who interpret that as we don't care about the church anymore? <laughs> Just leave it alone and 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 turn outward, you know, become a, a street preacher, all of that kind of stuff. What do you mean by stop trying to fix your church and, and start loving the people or seeing the people? Yeah, I think um, in the conversations we had with leaders, it was very clear that they felt a great burden placed on them to fix their church and all that that entails, to, f- to preserve the institution. So whether it's clergy leaders or lay leaders, there's this great pressure to pay the apportionments, to pay the light bill, all the things that go into not just keeping a church going, but trying to turn things around. And there's this great stress and pressure and burden on leaders to do that. And so what we're trying to say in the See All the People is what if we let go of that? What if we helped all our people let go of that and say, what if we just focus on uh, loving people, loving our neighbor, 
growing as disciples and trust that God is going to help us with all those other important, but details that really bog us down in the day-to-day ministries. So how do we just focus on, on having a heart for people and growing as disciples and helping people grow as disciples and trust that with that, those folks will grow in their understanding of their own giving and their own gifts and how that blesses the church and the community will also help them grow outward in not just being, not making decisions regularly that serve my preferences in in church, but begin to to have an outward heart Mm. for those who aren't yet here, that that should be our focus that helps us make our decisions in the church. So we, we, we feel like that's the right focus for the church uh, to help us move things in, in a positive direction. You know, it seems that we have been in this long season of letting go, and and it's hard to let go. We, we do want to fix things. I mean, think about in our own homes, we want to fix something rather than let it go and get something different, right? But um, even leading up to this time of the pandemic, we've had to let go and and rethink all of those ideas that go with letting go. But it also brings about this time of dreaming. So I'm just wondering about what your dreams are now that you're general secretary, that as we go into this next quadrennium, into this, you know, looking forward to general conference, but what are you, what are you dreaming about right now for discipleship ministries? I think, I think I've only recently let myself begin dreaming because I just was uh, officially elected as general secretary. But in the past few weeks since that time, I've really been dreaming about, or I think the the vision God is placing on us is to build on what we've already been doing here at Discipleship Ministries and um, go even deeper. So I think we've been doing a, a much better job in recent years of listening deeply to the discipleship needs across our connection, but there's always room for improvement. So how do we how do we go even further on that? So we're about to come into annual conference season. We've been training our display hosts in how to have those deep conversations, how to ask good questions, to, to learn about what are the gaps, what are the struggles at the local church level, and how we can better resource disciples for this work. I'd love for us to to continue to be more nimble as we receive those needs, how how we can quickly turn around practical resources that help leaders where they are. In recent years, we've done a better job creating resources that are easily contextualized. I think we need to keep doing that so that anyone could pick up something of ours or our online e-learning or whatever resource it might be, and they can run with it. They can, whether you're lay or clergy, you can take it and take it back to your church, contextualize it for your local church, and it'll be a blessing to your leaders there. So just continue to create resources that are easily uh, contextualized. I'm also really excited about pushing us to be more global in in our reach and our support. There are some amazing things happening in discipleship around the global connection that we need to support, we need to lift up. 
And I just want us to do a better job connecting to our discipleship counterparts around the world and central conferences and building those relationships and strengthening disciples and, and learning from the best that's happening around the world. I think they, the, the wonderful things being done in discipleship across the world can be a blessing to the rest of the connection. And we have that role to do that. Lastly, I'd say our staff over the years, we have gotten more and more condensed in what we have. That's just part of the apportionment reality. But I think we've, we've tried to do that in a way that's missionally, missionally focused and driven so that the mission of discipleship ministries doesn't suffer. And so what I hope that we'll continue to build on with our staff is that we will connect to the diverse practitioners from across the connection and lift up what's working in discipleship so that it essentially expands our staff by realizing there's some other amazing people doing great work in discipleship that we want to lift up as well. I think that extends our voice, uh, helps us uh, share the mic with others, and, and I want to see our staff continue to do that and, and grow in that area as well. One of the things that, that you have for helping local churches be recognized for some of the work they do is, is this award, One Matters Award that you talked about. And as we're coming up to annual conference time, there'll be conferences honoring churches about that. What, what was the vision behind that recognition? Yeah. Um, thank you, Derek. Um, so the One Matters Award, it actually came... It, usually not an inspiring place to come from, but it came out of statistics. <laughs> we were looking at uh, annual conferences, and the statistics we were looking at were baptisms and professions of faith. And that particular year, when we started that award, there was an alarming number of not just churches, but entire conferences who had zero baptisms and zero professions of faith. And as we talked to churches, we'd hear the real struggles of the uh, the increased aging of the congregation. So just struggles even reaching new people. When you say, oh, invite new people, invite new people, they would look to the right and the left and like, all my friends are here. So I don't know what you want me to do. Um, so there's a real deep struggle in that. And so we got to thinking, what if we lifted up the churches? who had figured out the first step out of that struggle. So went from a zero in baptism to one, or a zero in profession of faith to one. And then try to lift up, what does that shift to one mean? That's the, the one in the One Matters Award. And what if we started to lift up the stories and encourage the churches who were just starting to figure that out so that other churches could say, oh, we can do that too. I mean, mm -hmm. that's um, it, it's not these pie-in-the-sky dreams. Or We typically lift up the churches that you know, have 20, 30, 40 right. professions yeah. of faith each year. Well, what if, we, what if we asked the churches that are just starting to turn things around, what are you doing to reach people? We want to share your story. And then we want to give you this award to further encourage that work. 
but really just to be an inspiration to the the many many churches who are who are really struggling and stuck in this moment. So that that's the the basis of the One Matters Award, and it's truly a partnership with annual conferences. So it's it's also meant to help them look at the important statistics and help them interpret what that means. So what what does a zero year after year in professions of faith or baptisms mean? Mm-hmm. And then when you get one, what does that mean? How can we celebrate that and help congregations celebrate that as well? Yeah. Certainly a, a worthy enterprise of talking about how we can turn around and, and focus on those outside, how we might connect with them. But we're also at another watershed, and you know we're recording this the first week of May, and there's all this talk about the future of the church and who's <laughs> going to still be with us, and you know so it's also about leaving, and gaining. What, where does discipleship ministries ride on that wave or that conversation? Who, who are we now, and who will we be? Uh, I, I realize a lot of it's speculation, but that's your job now as general secretary. <laughs> Tell us the future. Give us a good word, Jeff. Give us a good word. (laughs) This is an interesting moment for sure. And I've been praying about this exact question as far as our role as Discipleship Ministries heading into the 2024 General Conference. And then our role as churches and people leave this denomination that I love very much the United Methodist Church. And I have friends who are probably going to leave, and that that pains my heart very much. I think it's the the message is the same. It's always been about discipleship. It will always be about discipleship. And whether you are a leader leading a more conservative or a more progressive church or a middle-of-the-road church. You still have to help your people be disciples, grow as disciples, and reach new people. That's always been the mission, and that's not going to change. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually very hopeful that we're, we're headed into a, a, a much healthier place as a denomination. As I've continued to visit local churches, even, even in the midst of everything I read in the news and hear about the possible schisms and things, the local church folks haven't gotten that memo. (laughs) Like they're still just loving people and serving people and reaching people. And even my most conservative friends in the church, if you ask them or push them on any particular issue, most of them say, I might not agree with someone theologically, but I'm not going to say you're not welcome here. And I'm, I'm not going to say you shouldn't be here. And I think that's the beauty of United Methodism. It's, it's grounded, it's steeped in this grace toward one another that we don't have to make an idol of any particular issue. We can be grace-filled even as we disagree. That, that's actually why I became United Methodist. I, I grew up in the Southern Baptist Church, and in United Methodism, I found this deep grace that just really inspired me. And then the more I read about Wesley 
in his conversations, whether it was with uh, Catholic leaders or Quaker leaders, or, you know, there was just full of grace and full of this understanding of the need to be ecumenical in the kingdom of God. And I just love that about the United Methodist Church. So I think there's, I, I think our best days are still ahead. And um, I just pray that Discipleship Ministries, we will continue to serve the kingdom. We will continue to be United Methodist fully, but we will also serve our Lutheran brothers uh, our, and sisters, our Presbyterian brothers and sisters. However, our resources can be a blessing to others for the good of the kingdom, for the building up and the growth of disciples, and for the making of disciples, and for the transformation of the world, we're going to be a part of that. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited about the coming years. Wow. Thank you, Jeff. That's uh, that's a great word. I, I love that. And I think what, what I just gathered from that is that in a at, at a time when there's so much polarization around issues, that the Methodist Church could can be an example of how we can live with each other in a grace-filled community. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. Is there anything else you want to tell us about what you're thinking for the future of Discipleship Ministries or the Methodist Church or what's going on with you? Just just in my personal life. Uh, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, well, let's see. Um, I am really excited about a few things coming down the road in Discipleship Ministries. See All the People has been uh, an inspiring piece of what we've done. And although I think there's still a large, large group of leaders who who, who haven't bumped into it, so I, I want to keep lifting that up. But the next wave of See All the People will focus on how do we support a lay movement and support laity, because what we found is a lot of our previous See All the People resources were grabbed by lay people in the church and they ran with it and made a difference. And so we want to see that strengthened. And so we're working on the new job descriptions book that will center and see all the people. So how does every job in the church move us back to making disciples? How, do, how does it all relate to the mission of the church? And we're creating some wonderful, inspiring videos called Disciples in the Marketplace, which takes every ordinary folks in the pew and asks them, how are you living out your faith? Tell us your stories and trying to encourage people in the pew to not see the clergy person as the hired disciple making disciples, but we all have a part to play wherever we work. So there'll be kind of stories around this that we're lifting up. I'm really excited about uh, Fresh Expressions, United Methodist. So our path one area is uh, beginning to create some resources to help United Methodists start new things with a solid Methodist foundation, Wesleyan foundation for starting new, new, new churches and reaching new people. And I'm actually really excited about what you all are doing in worship and this uh, new thematic worship series. I mean, you do so much already around these lect wonderful lectionary worship series that I get, I think that when I'm at a booth or when I'm at an annual conference, that's what people come up and thank me for the most <laughs> is thank you for those worship resources that when I've had two funerals and a wedding in a week, 
uh, on Saturday <laughs> night. I can, you helped me, you saved me. So excellent job there. That's when we get the greatest n- a number of hits is Saturday night. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, but on top of that, you're, I think um, you're expanding to offer some other thematic worship series, which sometimes can really help churches liven things up. I, th- I, I would typically do a more thematic uh, worship series right after Christmas. I'd announce something kind of big and uh, interesting to get new people to come. And there's a few times during the year when things tend to slow down, where a nice thematic sermon series can liven things up and make people uh, look forward to to coming to church and worshiping and and seeing what you're going to say on that new series. So I'm grateful to the worship team for what you're working on that's coming down the pike for discipleship ministries as well. Well, and part of part of that effort will be, as you were saying, widening our staff and inviting churches to share what they've already created and, and giving them a platform and a way of connecting with that. Yeah, I understand it's like a crowdsourcing. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're hoping to do. Like you're really going to uh, ask people to submit some excellent sermon series. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I might I might submit some of my old series and see if they were <laughs> they were worthy of uh we'll vet them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether the signed by the general secretary gives it any extra weight or not. I'll, I'll change my name when I submit it. How's that? <laughs> yeah, okay, that's probably better. <laughs> Pablo Campbell. But also to, yeah, yeah. But also to connect wider. Worship is always about the laity. Even though we sometimes think worship is the pastor's job or the worship team's job, it's always about the whole church. We worship together. And so how to move into this. I I appreciate the see all the people effort and um, and think that connects in every part of the church, as you were saying, and even in worship. We are making disciples. We are growing as the church. And so I, I appreciate your emphasis, Jeff. It's been a great to work with you these few years that I've been on staff. Uh, just one quick thing. Are, are we hiring somebody else to replace one of the other hats you were wearing? Is that process underway? Yes, it, yes, it is. It closes. Well, the, when this podcast airs, it will be closed. But yes, the, okay. the, the, the Associate General Secretary for World Service is currently posted. And I would ask you all to just pray, pray for wisdom as we uh, get the right person in that position. That would be wonderful. It, it will be an important, an important role to have. And, so. and I might add, uh, I've been sh- spreading this that it doesn't have to be clergy. Like, a, you know, it, it could also be a, a outstanding lay lay person. So um, I've been trying to get that word out as well. I thought you were going to say it could be a real person too, <laughs> not just clergy, but a real person. That would be good. <laughs> Well, you have you have made some big shoes to fill, um, but I'm sure in the process we'll find someone who will fit into the flow and, and will continue the ministry of discipleship ministries. I want to say thank you, Jeff, for, for giving us the time and sharing together with us your hopes and dreams. And, and we realize you're new, so dreams may continue to roll out. We'll, we'll listen to that. We may invite you back uh, after a while and say, how's it going? Mm-hmm. How are the dreams happening? So... Uh, But thank you for today. We appreciate that. And thank you to those who are listening. We appreciate you joining us today. We hope it's been helpful to you in some way to know a little bit more about who we are and what we do at Discipleship Ministries. And remember, you can always find more information at our website, umcdiscipleship.org. 
And we want you to tell us what you think. So send us an email. There's a contact us link on there. You can send us some ideas or some thoughts, what you'd like to hear about or what you want to know more about. So please be in touch with us. But until next time, we'll be praying for you and with you and your congregation and your worship ministry. So may God continue to bless you as you and your congregation make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. This podcast has been a production of Discipleship Ministries, an agency of the United Methodist Church. Visit all our podcasts at podcasts.umcdiscipleship.org.